Kitty Flanagan, have you heard of Lenny FM? Uh, no, I haven't, Dave. I have not heard of Lenny.FM. So what I would like you to do, if you could, is could you mansplain it for me? Okay. Well, it, it, Courtney, who's our producer, and some friends have created this app where you go and you sign up and you pay $4 a month and then you choose what podcast that money goes to. Right. So if you want to go on and choose... It doesn't matter. You can choose Smartless. I mean, I don't think they need the money. Uh, the Junkies, um, the Dum Dum Club, and Will Anderson's podcast, and then they get a dollar each a month. So that's but Courtney what, doesn't produce those podcasts. No, but no, but the app sends the money to the right. different people. That's how it works. What? To, so, to, so what? He's just doing a charity for podcast people. <laughs> hey, I believe that's how it works. Is it? It's not just the ones that he produces. That nope. would make more sense. Regular podcast listeners, support your favourite shows by, I'm reading this, going to Lenny.fm. Show your appreciation and help them make great more episodes. Yeah, no, that's that's what you do. Okay. Yeah, just have a look. I don't want to push people or anything, but if you were going to give $4, like, wouldn't you give it to us? Yeah, just give it all to us. <laughs> so, you know, food for Sarge, uh, oh, no, lollies. You only, you only get $1 of that $4. Yeah, but you could probably just put it all into one thing. Your top four podcasts get a split of your monthly payment. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, mm. Dave. I'm not sure you've cleared it up for no, me. No, I'm not very good. But if you go to Lenny.fm, it'll I'm sure it'll all. explain it'll it. Absolutely it. Will explain it absolutely will explain it all. It'll explain how you can yep. give your money exactly. to someone. Support podcast. Hello, it's Dave O'Neill here. I won't say welcome to the Junkies because it's not a Junkies episode. It's me telling you there isn't one this week because uh, with Kitty's uh, build-up of the launch of Fisk, uh, she's just having a break, you know, uh, a bit of, bit of time to herself, a bit of time off, and I, we just couldn't coordinate to uh, do the podcast, but we will return next week, hopefully, if our schedules align. But, you know, thanks for listening, and thanks for all the good feedback on Facebook. We do a Facebook group uh, you can join, and also, you can keep listening to this stream because... It's my other podcast with Glenn Robbins, somehow related. And this episode, well, it's it's pretty funny. It features um, Malcolm Turnbull and Lawrence Mooney. Wow. I mean, two big stars right there. But, you know, I know you just want to, you know, hear about junk food, snack food. Gee, I could do with a packet of Twisties right now. Maybe I will have some right now. But anyway, thanks for listening, and we will return with the junkies. Okay. Make sure you watch Fisk. I'm sure most of you have. It's been very funny so far. So, feel free to judge when I tell you. I'm not very judgmental. Not a judgmental person. Anyway, I don't think you are either. I think you're very good. I think is that a conscious thing to to not be to let people be, let them be. I, I just, I just think. I just remember someone saying, oh, look at that pregnant woman smoking. That's disgusting. I'm like, you don't know what that woman's been oh, through that very, day. That's very healthy. That's very good. So, I mean, yeah, it's bad. Of course it's bad. But maybe that woman really needs that cigarette. Yeah. I, 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 so, that's what I, when I see like, I don't know, you know, homeless people and that, I just go, you know, you don't know what's happened to them. Yeah, but you don't know the story. We don't know no. anyone's story. It's like when people are rude to you. You just go... Well, yeah, they're rude, but maybe maybe they've had a shit day. <laughs> maybe you should be a guru. Guru, calm Mate, down. Yeah, the uh, the Church of Dave. I had an incident on the airplane the other day, which is terrible. Uh-huh. This woman had a real crack at me for. Um, oh no! Well, we were both sitting in the same aisle, right? Yeah, yeah. Now she got up, 
and she was ready to go. But I got meaning, up. Meaning off the plane. Off the plane. Yeah. And I was ready to go. And so I went first and then she cracked it. But it's like, but we're both meant to go at the same time. And it's hard, you know. But then, what, then just, And what did she have? What did she say? Oh, made thanks a, noise? a lot. Oh, people are so rude. <laughs> She's projecting. Felt, She's hating herself. Bad. She needs to, you know. No, bad. but you shouldn't feel. I, I understand that you feel bad because you go, oh, I, I, sh- I should have seen that. But you, but it's like at a roundabout. Sometimes there, all yeah. the cars are there. Someone, someone's got to go. Also, you realize these things are made in a split second decision. Yeah. So if I could go back in time, I would have just gone. I oh, just go. But I got up and went before her, and then she cracked it. Maybe Even though it, we're on the same seat, same or aisle. maybe it was the best thing to happen to a person like that. Maybe she oh, needs to learn. Okay. Well, very good. You've reframed it. Yeah, he, she needs to learn the very thing that the I universe... watched Fist last night. Did you watched Fist last night. I did. Thoroughly enjoyed so, it. So they talk about reframing stuff yeah. and yeah. waiting for your appearance. When are you? When are you turning up? Are oh. you in the nude again? <laughs> By the time this goes to air, and I don't want to make a big deal of it. Yes, I'm in the series, and you, your balls are out on screen. <laughs> why, why would you say that? Because last time your bum was on the screen, that's all. Yeah, okay. That's, that's what it's come to with them. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to say anything. No, maybe no, no, they no. will. Maybe don't. they will be. Don't. Yeah. Don't say it. Yeah. Don't. I'm, we'll, no, I'm not going to say anything we'll, we'll, about it. Anyway, it's very funny first episode. So judge, go judge me not. We've yeah, gone off okay, on a tangent. But, so I told this to Selena, and she said, "Yes, you really have too much time on your hands." Well, that that's was that possibly, was possibly that is possibly real. So house over the road, been bought. Renovated, putting you back on, which has got a second story. Now, as you know, I like to have a swim, you know, in, uh-huh. in the pool. Nothing wrong with that. A lot of people have pools, a lot of people swim. There's no big deal. It's a great thing to do. Yeah. And also, I like to go sometimes in the nudie. In the nude. Oh. Okay. Now, I've, with the new building going up, uh, I was a bit concerned with where the windows were looking. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, a little bit concerned and going, oh, okay, oh dear. So, anyway, I'm out there the other day and uh, talking to the other neighbour. Hey, you going? Yeah, good. Oh, yeah, la da And this bloke's there. And I go, oh, g'day. And he looked like the uh, the real estate agent. I said, oh, g'day. Uh, how you going? And he said he was the owner. He said, oh. He said, I said, oh, welcome to the street. Being a nice neighbour. Yeah. He, he goes, do you want to have a look? I go, Yeah. Do I ever? Oh, so you went out a look. Went you got, you got the tour. Got the tour, and uh, very, very friendly. I was, right. I wasn't looking. I was not looking for trouble because no, no. I, I don't really mind. But anyway, so um, uh, we go and look at, and then I go. But up, we know where you're heading. You want to go upstairs? I want to go upstairs. Yeah, okay. There's a front room. There's yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. Bathroom. Yeah, like Larry David. Yeah, I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, tour, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we go upstairs, and then I align one window. That one's good. That's behind a tree. No problem there. Go to the next window. That window, it's a bit like Goldilocks. The next window, too high. So one yeah, too wide, yeah. one too high. And I go to the third one, which was the boys' room, about the kids' room. And if you lean on one side, bang, you can see straight into where I, you know. Wow. So this is like a parable. Hey, Dad, I just saw Russell's coin. <laughs> <laughs> is that Russell coin, Dad? So. Do we need it? So it's like a parable because do we need a remedy? Do I? Do we need to do? And I kind of went, it's okay. And he's going, ah, oh, we'll, we may not even use so that you, room. So you said to him, you can oh, look at this. You can see into my backyard. Well, I didn't say. I did say I nude swim. I said I'm putting a flag up. I I, I do. I said I nude swim occasionally. <laughs> Is that wrong? Is that wrong? He's going to tell his wife, and then all the friends will come over. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, maybe. I- <laughs> After I said it, I thought oh, I'll be jovial and I'll tell him that. But I don't always. But I mean, what's if you're in your own? What's the point of putting bathers on? But also, and it's also great to 
two signposts are to him that he knows that it is a possibility. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Because he just looks like, oh, there's Glenn Nude swimming again. If, we're, if he didn't know, they just look like, Jesus, nude guy in that backyard. But, uh, one thing I do do is when I nude swim on the way there, I often go, oh, look at those bloody weeds over there. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will. You bend over. Yeah, and, uh... yeah, and I'll bend over. Or I'll, look at that hose. The hose needs to be wound back in. See, I think oh. you'll hear all the people going, oh. <laughs> no, so you know, so no. So I was out there yesterday having a newsroom actually, and I thought, oh, this is enough. I st- and I stood on the lawn. I'm going, oh, this is full frontal down here. Look at that window over there. Anyway, it, look, is it concerning slightly? But it, it, do I care about the privacy? Yes, but is it the end of the world? No. But then I discovered something that right. is that is. It's like a story from the Bible. Okay, right. This part I discovered there is a young tree uh, growing in front in between. The the window and my nudie spot. Okay? Glenn's bush, we'll call that. <laughs> Glenn's bush. Glenn's bush. So, what I said to Selena was, I'm going to feed that tree oh, every day. Yes. Every day I'm going to yeah. feed it with sea salt. Sea salt. I don't know. There's probably something better I can use, but sea yeah, salt. Fertilizer. It's called, I call it the, um, the sea salt. Um, what do I call it? The, oh, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah um, no, I give it. A, I've given it a name. It's uh, anyway. I've seen the packet. Yeah. yeah. Um, Operation Sea Salt. That's oh, it that's it. Uh, no, it's not called Operation Sea Salt. This is what I've called it. It's called yeah. Sea Salt, and this is called. Op- and I'm going to go every few days and wander out there with a watering can, and water that tree in hope. Now, look. Let's be honest. Trees do. I got up the next morning and thought, and looked because I've measured it off against the window. Oh wow! Hasn't grown that much. Yeah. Uh, and then I said, Selena, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to. We're going to have a good outcome from this. And she went. You've got too much time on your hands. <laughs> too much time on your hands. So what do you think? Well, no, I think it's good to be concerned. And I think it's good that you're signposted with this guy so you can warn the children and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But also, it'll be a bit like a Benny Hill movie. You you know, the tree will reach a certain height, which is probably good. Oh, I see. It can oh, go yeah, up to waist height, you know, yeah, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you see the kiddies watching, give them a bit of a show. <laughs> a bit of pup through the penis. Kids, hamburger. <laughs> Russell Coit's Coit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh, here comes the music. All right. Okay. Welcome to Somehow Related Now. Please welcome your hosts, Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill. Here we are on Somehow Related, and we get two topics. We've got to work out how they're related. Yep. So, should we get yep. the topics? Just get straight into it after uh, yeah, the nudity stories? Uh, I hope everyone's doing well, and um, and Sam continues to do a very good job. Great job. And Hello to uh, Greg, who's a big fan of ours. In uh, it's, I've gone back to Pilates after three years. I remember Shona. you doing Pilates as a while yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, It was a long time ago. Shona. I, I just got back to Pilates too, in, oh, in a class. That's funny class. you should say that. Wow. How are you coming up the next day? We we should be in the same class. Um are you, are you? How's your? How's your? How's your? Your core stability? Well, who knows? I don't know. Are you? You're dropping your pelvic floor? Yeah. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to uh, the, can, get on the reformer? The reformer. That's the thing, isn't it? Get okay. on the barrel. Okay. Just a uh, rude warning. Mm. Anyone listening? You have got mm. to draw your balls up. Oh, do you? Yeah. Draw your balls up now. Oh. Feel that? Yeah. And the people listening are drawing their balls up. 
That the, is the, the your pelvic. Oh, is that well, what it is? Women, women are the same. Women, you can just draw it up, draw it up. It's kind of like bearing down a little bit. No, it's yeah. drawing up, and that's your, that's your pelvic floor. I'm just doing it now. Okay. Well, anyway, Shona, the instructor, her dad Greg's a big listener. He was an early adopter. So hello. Oh, well, they're the ones you liked with, uh, out in there. Newstead, yeah. I think. Yeah, out near Castle May. Good on you, Greg. Dude, we don't normally send Cheerios. Well, we can if you really want. Yeah, but it's always nice if you. Well, we haven't had many. Of, we love the re- uh, reviews. I like to read a review because then I get to speak to the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear from the people. I hear from the people. Yeah. From the peeps. I hear on Facebook. You see, you're not. On yeah, Facebook. I'm not. I'm not I, don't, no. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't want to. No, but yeah. t- someone did send a funny one. So we were talking about a respite flat. You know, we oh, were yeah. going to set up a yeah. little um, respite. A little play for, for guys to go and get a little break away. Yeah. With some other guy, like-minded guys. And someone said it should be called Coit Court. Yeah, Coit Court. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, what are the subjects, Sam? Malcolm Turnbull and murder, she wrote. Wow, because, you know, Angela Lansbury just died, didn't she? Did, she didn't. Yeah, she did. She just died. I hate to give you the bad news. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a lot of articles about her in the paper. So, yeah, she was 96, I think. Oh. She had an amazing career. I was only watching a movie the other day. She was in a really, really old movie. She's very good with looking. With Danny Kaye. Oh, I love Danny I mean, that, Kaye. Th- um, uh, what were those songs he used to sing in the court of King Gorakuro? The vessel, with the, vessel with the vessel with the brew that is true. That was from the court jester. Yes, mm. they were big when we were kids, weren't they? The Danny yeah, K records. That, that that's for very old part of it. Russell Fletcher, the great comedian and improviser, did, did the stage he, play. He does the Danny K stage play. He said it's just all guys our age sitting on the front going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just passing by. Yeah. He had like, like a sort of wordplay, didn't he, Danny Kay? A lot of wordplay. And pretty good physically too. Funny. Funny. Yeah. I um, watch some videos of him. Who is he like now? Who would, who would be equivalent to him oh, now? Oh, Frank Woodley. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. The kind of physical. A likeable um, everyman um, who get into predicaments. Uh, Angela Lansbury, uh, sorry, we're talking about murder she read, but Angela Lansbury had a fascinating life. She, her daughter started hanging out with this guy in the 60s, 70s, and he was really dodgy and would steal money and stuff. And so she moved her whole family to Ireland to avoid this guy and her group of friends, Charles Manson. It was Charles Manson? It was Charles Manson. I reckon she, she made that up. No, that's true. She moved her whole family to Ireland. She knew. I think the son had drug issues too. Yeah. So she was going, I don't like that guy. Imagine Charles Manson coming around your house, hanging around. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've got to get a bit of a creepy vibe off that guy. You'd be talking to your husband. I've got a bit of a creepy vibe off um, Sandra's new friend. Do you, do, you, do you reckon you do pick up something before you know what you've picked up? I think... Those kind of well, who knows? With those kind of serial killer types, they can sometimes pro- project a very like Ted Bundy was very handsome and charming. I I've just watched that TV series Dharma. Oh, people said, "Why oh. would you watch that?" I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, I know. I've, I, I haven't bought myself to watch that. No, because it is he. What horrific. he did was horrific. But um, you told me just to watch the first episode. The first you? episode on, on is podcast, it's, it's very good. I've watched it. Yeah, it, it's very good filmmaking. With it's the very kids, good. watch it with the kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it's classic, Disney, Disney Plus. But it's uh, what it is. It, it, it's unfortunate because you go, oh, this actually happened. Oh, Whereas terrible. you know, with horror movies, you know, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I suppose the Exorcist actually happened, didn't it? That was all. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, so murder she wrote. Murder she I wrote. I can't really Would remember that. Be her that? Biggest thing? That's got that great music at the start with the piano. I know the music from Murder She Wrote. I, great music. Have you watched an episode? Not for a long time. I've never watched an episode. 
Isn't it about a, an author who solves crimes? Yeah. Yeah, right. And yeah. Cap, I would have Cab, years ago. Cabot Cove or something or some a, a nice is it by the sea or something. A lot of people get killed in that part of the world. In the, <laughs> yes. A lot but of people get killed. It's like midsummer murders. There's always these murders in these villages in England. So I remember Dave Letterman saying, I watched that show Murder She Wrote, and the murderer is always the newest guy that comes to town. Yeah. It's always the new guy in uh, town. It's like Law and Order. The the the, the, the the criminal's always in the first half hour, the first 20 minutes. Dun, yeah. dun. Well, what's your... F- I mean, I love crime shows. Okay, what, what, okay what's your favourites? What, 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 but there's crime shows and there's murder mystery. Oh. So, I'm a big murder mystery. I'm not that big on you. You, you seen Knives Out? No. The movie? Is that, like, oh, is that black comedy? Yeah, it's fantastic, though. It's really good. I know you're... you're Daniel a big- Craig. Daniel Craig. Um, Tony Collette. It's a very funny movie. Yeah, you'd like it. It's great. People, I mean, people do love a murder. And it's all about, it's not about the grotesques of the murder, which, by the way, in Dharma, you don't see very much. No, towards the end, me, you, yeah. do, you don't see much. It's all, it's inferred. Yeah. But towards the end of the series, you do see some stuff that is really yeah. horrible. But in that first episode, you don't see anything really. Right. Um, but, um, uh, I said, Murder She Wrote some more mystery. Oh, I used to love, um, I used to love Jonathan Creek with, uh, Alan Davies. You're classic ABC, aren't you? Yeah, I, lo- I love that show. You probably show. stay home on a, you're home on a Saturday night about 9.30, are you? I That's always when I, they always play them on the ABC. Yeah, I used to say I used to love watching The Bill. Oh, see, no. And then going out, and then as I got old, I watched The Bill, and I just stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's it. It's 9.30, time for bed. Yeah, well, you know, it's not that bad. Um, so what are the other ones? Do you, were you a Columbo guy? I didn't mind Columbo. That's how do you go again? Back. How do you go again? Stephen, uh, you can do the accent. Uh, you can do the. Oh, well, 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 one more question. That's I, I, it. No, it was really, but it would, you know. Oh, I just was wondering when you do Pilates, do you do you hang around afterwards, or what do you do? Um, Don't hang around. Uh, but I reckon I'm more. So you're there more your week to week, whereas I'm more of a um, short series murder guy. Oh, like. Fargo. Oh, I haven't seen Fargo. You've not seen Fargo? Well, the movie or the series? I've seen the movie and the series. I didn't like the movie, but I reckon I'd like the series. The series, I reckon, is, was as good as it gets. I don't, the last series I didn't like with... Uh, Angus Sampson's in it. Uh, he was second to last, I think. He yeah. Was in. He was really good. Man, I see him at the chicken shop down the road sometimes here. I saw him the other night at the uh, Midnight Oil concert. Back, is he? Yeah, he's back. Because I, I thought he had a big career over there. After oh, he comes and goes, but he was uh, definitely at a few midnight all gigs. I saw. You would have, you would have liked Twin Peaks. I love Twin Peaks until it got too weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, I know. who killed Laura Palmer? I was a dad, but he was a different character yeah, called yeah. Bob. Yeah, yeah. Someone's been on the bongs, whatever. Um, but it started off fantastic. That show. Oh, True right. Detective. Love True Detective. Yeah, I even yeah. like the series that. No, I like the Colin Farrell one. I like that. Well, it was the first one. Was the first, who was in the first one? Oh, you know. The, um, oh, uh, oh, don't. I'm having a noble moment. Oh, no. Hello, Ross. You know. Uh, um, oh, Woody from Cheers. Is yeah. in it, isn't he? Harrelson. Yeah, he's in it. And also, um, you know, the good-looking guy um, who's got that great accent. He was in Matthew it. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he's in it, isn't no, he? But he's the, they're in the second series, aren't they? Oh, what's the first series? 
aren't they? I don't know. I, don't know. I remember thinking, because I'm not a big Woody Harrelson fan. I mean, I know he listens to this podcast, big fan of you and I, but uh, yeah. I, don't, I, don't th- I don't find him that – I don't let him lose myself. I always feel like I'm watching Woody Harrelson. Um, I forget who was in the first. Maybe we should find out during Thinking Music. I'm sure it was those two. In the first? Yeah, and then the second was um, who I just said, Colin Farrell. Yeah. And then the third one was that uh, black actor and – A comedian. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I, I didn't mind them. I, I thought they were all pretty good. We've just given ourselves like a lot of things to remember. Um, what about Broadchurch? I love Broadchurch. One of my favourites. Now, I know Olivia Coleman was in that. Who was she in the was crown. in that, and that was the first time I saw her. And, she, and David Tennant was in that. Oh, See, I'm nailing him now. You're showing off now. Doctor yeah. Who. Oh, Broadchurch was great. Fantastic. Yeah. Broadchurch was great. Did they ever do back to Broadchurch? Did they ever do another Broadchurch? Yeah, there was a second one. Was there? Yeah, never as good as the first. Never as good as the first. Because what they do in the in the, especially like in Broadchurch, usually early on in those little villages, they go for a walk and they meet everyone. Yes. And I go to Selena. He did it. No, no, no. He well, did it. You Broad- got to, I reckon in the first step, it's fun to play. Who, Who do you reckon did it? Well, Broadchurch was quite hard to work out. It was hard to work out because it was the husband of spoiler oh. alert, husband of the cop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Olivia, um, that's you right. Know, you know what the greatest cop show ever, though, is, I reckon? Phoenix, the Australian show that was on the ABC. Didn't see it. Oh, you would have seen it? With the co- the toe, fucking toe cutters upstairs. No. And it was an ABC show about um, based on the Russell Street bombing. No. It was like, a, it. oh, fantastic. I think it's back on. You can buy it uh, somewhere now. So how, how old? There was Phoenix and there was Janus. That was the 90s. It would have been mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. You were probably working. I was probably... You're probably uh, doing stuff. Yeah, it's probably doing Russell Crowe or something. Dexter? Yeah. I love the first couple of series of Dexter, but I don't like all the gruesome stuff. I don't no, like I don't, when he's no, cutting up bodies yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I like more the police work kind of thing. I like the you police know, angle. A lot of, when you get those you know, top 100 shows in, if, ever, you know which a show I haven't seen, which everyone talks about? The Wire. Oh, I love The Wire. Did you see? You saw all of The yes, Wire? Yes, I watched all The Wire. you got to watch The Wire. But it's just a good, it's just a good drama. It's like, yeah, and there's yeah. some very funny... There's some funny elements too to the wire. It's quite good, but the one about the docks, it's really good. But it, it takes a bit of um, you have to put the subtitles on. Oh yeah, because I when do they that talk the to each now. other, yeah, and also they do that great casting where they get actors and then real people. Yeah, they just recruit people to act, and yeah. some of them you go, oh my god. We used to do that in Russell Coyne. Yeah, that person is obviously real. We use real farmers anyway. Yeah, the real farmers were good on Russell. I can't Coyne. think of any others. Any other great cop shows? Law and Order. Dun dun. Yeah, sometimes I watch the murder at the start and then go, eh, yeah, I know. do I care really? Also, then they started doing Laura Order SVU, which was, you know, there was always a baby in the dumpster. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, oh, I'm yeah. not another baby in the dumpster. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, no, thank you. What about the great Australian ones? Matlock Police. Division 4. Division 4. Cop Shop. Homicide. Oh, they were great. Some great, of shows. great shows. Stingers, yeah. which I was in. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. Um, Water rats. Underbelly. Oh, Underbelly. First, couple first series of Underbelly. Remember Underbelly? Great. They wouldn't show it in Victoria. Yes. And I was up in Sydney, and I went and secretly bought. Oh, you the bought DVD. You went. Underbelly was great, but then they sort of went off on all yeah, different know. tangents. Then yeah. it was like. Underbelly, the shoplifters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, and then we, the, the period underbelly. Yeah, and, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. And, uh, they're good yeah. on them. They're, yeah, they're, 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 they've got a brand, you know, and put a voiceover and female get the same girl doing the voiceover and you got it covered. I yeah, reckon. that music, uh, um, they play that music. Yeah. 
What about Malcolm Turnbull? Malcolm. So Malcolm. Malcolm. Rhodes Scholar. Yes. Barrister. Yes. Uh, bank. Uh, he created. He owned a, a bank. He created uh, a bank. Created a bank. That is so amazing that he created a bank. Yep. I mean, how do you do that? Do you wake up one morning and go, and who do you talk to? You can't talk to the bank. Well, this is the thing. He he obviously went to a very expensive school and his mum deserted him, though. Oh, his mum left very young. and It really defined who he was. I mean, really he had a beautiful relationship with his father. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I've heard him talk about that. And there was a story where we, his dad was driving to boarding school and they stopped the traffic lights and Malcolm got out and ran into the bushes. He didn't want to go. Oh, I mean, that, I can't imagine going to boarding school must be incredibly hard. Oh. Some I mean, people like it. Some people yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people don't like it. Um, well, there's a sense of not being loved. There's a sense of, yeah, 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 I'm not good enough. There's a sense of being cast away because you're not needed well, around There's here. people like Steve Price who sent his kids to boarding school and he lived in the city. He said they were too busy. <laughs> really? So kids yeah. is kind of like a hobby. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like having a beach house. You, yeah. You use them occasionally, send that, them off for a while. That said, when I when I caught this private jet to this gig with Hughesy in for this big farming group in um, Griffith, we sat with another couple on the plane. There was only us four on the plane, and then yeah. the pilot and his daughter. They were the they were the they were the team. Yeah. Anyway, I talked about it before. That's right. It was on nine eleven. Hughes tried to barge into the cockpit. Oh, bad timing. Um, oh really? Well, he but wanted how, to ask them some questions. But how would he have knocked on the door? Where did he gone? The door was actually open. Where did hey you you do the voice? Oh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> What's but that button do? These people lived on the Gold Coast and said their kids were boarding school, but the boarding school was just down the road from their house, and so the kids would. Bring back all their mates and so no, it's the best of both worlds. But they slept over down the road. They slept over most of the time, yeah. And they got their meals and they got their, their Yeah, their but they come back and hang out, mum and dad. Still not good. I mean no. those years you want to if you can but having said that, teenagers when they, they often sort of well, aren't around much when they get to about thirteen, fourteen. They want to hang with their mates. Well, they're finding their new tribe. They're, they're, yeah. they're springing, spreading their wings. You know, learning to be themselves and I mean, in terms of somebody you, else. If your parents are assholes, and you know you want to be around. Well, them. that's right. Um, so but, um, you know, Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm. Well, so, he he was sort of, you know, he toyed with joining the Labor Party too in in his youth. He probably he wanted to go in politics and and just you know what team do I barrack for? Because he, he's quite, as a liberal, he was quite. He was a he was what they call a, a small L liberal. So he was a wet. With his position on global warming, though, you, yeah, you can tell what, he had a bit of left in him. So oh. he was he would have been left within the right. Yes, he yeah, was very much with so. Lucy, his yeah. wife. Yeah, and who's and also a politician. She was also she was the mayor, I think. Oh, was she? Yeah. Um, Have you ever met him? Oh, he's met me. Oh, didn't he come up to you? Yeah, he came up to me. Big was, fan. Yeah, yeah. Hello there, Glenn. No, well, so I was in doing three AW, and we were downstairs having a coffee, and then I he was doing probably Neil Mitchell, I think, or the yeah, show after something serious. And I'm just sitting there, and he's there with a big entourage. And I'm going, oh, there's Malcolm, and you know, there's his entourage, and there, which uh, he's a security guy, and he looked for the guys with the sunglasses talking into their, talking into their, yeah, 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 you know yeah. I mean, and then he just wanders over, and says, uh, "Lovely to meet you." So I've got a photo. I've got a photo. I'll put it on Facebook. Yeah, of me standing because you know, look like when you, with whatever gen it is, as soon as you do something, people start photographing it. So right. I get up, and there's a photograph of me touching the prime minister. In well, a, well, not inappropriately, but. You shouldn't touch the prime minister, really, should you? I put my hand on his shoulder oh. to introduce him re- re- like he was a good friend of mine. Like I was owning the moment, going, hi, <laughs> there, PM. Uh, well, he'd be a nice guy, though, wouldn't he? He was delightful. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine um, he would. You know, be. And, you know, like anyone, 
I thought he went through some good times and some bad times, and you know. Oh, they shafted him though. Yeah, yeah. He was like um, Gillard. They just shafted him. Scamo, t- Scamo came in. Yeah, Scamo took over. Yeah, and but what caused the downfall? Just the backroom part, the factions those, in the backroom. All those right wing guys, Dutton and stuff, wanted him out because uh, he was too left. Too left, and the climate change thing was a big thing. Yeah, I'm sure someone could fill us in on. Actually, my son just bought a book about the whole process of what happened called. He brought it at the school fight on the weekend. So I might read that, actually. Because ScoMo came from the back. No one's expected him. Remember, he said, he's my prime minister about yeah, yeah, Turnbull yeah. and then yeah, yeah. stabbed him in the back. Yeah. And then yeah. Dutton put his hand up yeah. and everyone went. As I've always said, I've said this joke on TV, when Dutton wanted to be prime minister, it was like when the drummer turns up and says, I've written some songs. You're like, oh, no, embarrassing. <laughs> no, mate. No, mate. Um, so everyone just went, well, Dutton's. And that's how ScoMo got in. But they did the same to Gillard. They just like, but it, and, it's and, and they're, we elected them as people. We elected Gillard. We elected Turnbull, and yet they replaced them with someone we didn't elect. With the stuff that's happening in the UK at the moment, who vote? I mean, no, you that's go, similar, similar to but, but, here. But, but there's a bigger. But the, there are people who are part of the party that can vote. Is that right? Not just the party room. Oh, I don't know. Oh, is, good I, point. I don't know. I'm asking the question. In Australia, it's just the cabinet. It's just, it's the, just yeah. the, the politicians that, that, vote. that yeah. can vote. Uh, um, but. Oh, do you reckon it's the... I don't know. The members, the Tory members? I don't know. It could Maybe. Be. I, I don't know. I, I'm, again, people write stuff on Facebook. We'll but, find out. But you're going, they, they voted him out and her in. And then she lasted 45 days. You're going, your system doesn't work. No, if that's that, I mean, that, that's... And, and now, there's a new guy. What's, yes. the, what's the new guy's name? No, I don't know. I don't guy, know. But he yeah. looks good. Yeah, he's Indian heritage. Yeah. He hasn't. He married to a... A billionaire, a billionaire from America, another yeah. another Indian and, American. Um, you know, yeah. he, um, I I wish him all the best, but it's just like the, the, anyway, the system doesn't should, work. Should, it, you know, Malcolm Turnbull. Should we try and ring him? Let's ring. Him. I think I've got his number. Should we try and ring Malcolm Turnbull? You can. You've got Malcolm Turnbull's number. I might have. So just text him, see if he's there. We'll see he's there. All yeah. right. Well, because yeah. we don't know that much about Turnbull. Yeah. Have you got to speak to him? Well, he'd be able. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh, oh. you've got a hell of a phone book. If, oh, if, if I can pull him out, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, see yeah. how we go. Malcolm, it's ringing. Malcolm Turnbull's phone number. It's ringing. It's, it's ringing. It's Hello, it's the former Prime Minister Malcolm Blair Turnbull speaking. Uh, hello. Oh, is this one of those prank callers from the Labor Party, is it? Well, fuck you, Albo. <laughs> Tell you what, at least I can enunciate an idea. Listen to you giggling away, trade unionist. Is it CFMEU? Is this John Setka? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, Dave O'Neill and Glenn Robbins. Yeah, and, and I don't know whether ah. you remember, Malcolm, but we met in a coffee shop in the city at 3AW one day and you were very complimentary and we got on very well and I touched you well, on the sh- shoulder. Mm. Glenn, Lucy and I have always enjoyed your comedy. Uh, right back to the comedy company with Uncle Arthur. Uh, yes, mm. yes. Yeah, yeah. I did have an uncle like Uncle Arthur with the big hearing aid and uh, and the, the Morris Minor or the Morris Major and then, of course, Russell Coit. Oh, that's great. Which, uh, I, it tickled me. Yeah, that's it, great. Really, it means Russell Arsehole, doesn't it? <laughs> In Australian vernacular. So, well, we don't say Malcolm, that. what are you doing now? I mean, you were the pro- – what are you doing now, Malcolm? Well, since ScoMo's – demise i'm finding that i've got a lot of time on my hands i don't have to actually you know push funds to my son alex to uh help with independence in uh, marginal seats of course uh what is it 
Holmes a court took care of that with the teals. Mm, on a, uh, even yes. though I was, you know, the Prime Minister and head of the Parliamentary Liberal Party, God, election night was a joy for me, <laughs> watching Josh Frydenberg go and then, what's his name, Tim Wilson down in Goldstein and oh, Zimmerman and the rest of them. Oh, I, I tell you what, I had a few too many crystals that night. I popped two bottles and it was a real nose up at Point Papa. It was terrific stuff. But yes, uh, Albo, I mean, that voice, you know how he's all quite nasally and, yes. and you know, he sounds like Lee Smiley doing the air track. I tell you what, people used to, that, what was that comedian, uh, Lawrence Long used to take take. Make the fun of my voice. <laughs> well, you have a beautiful voice and you have a very beautiful um, turn of phrase, Malcolm. What are your favourite words to pronounce? Well, my favourite words to pronounce are February. <laughs> That's my favourite month of the year. That's when Lucy and I go swimming in the ocean, Glenn. <laughs> oh, I think yes. this is what they call in politics a Dorothy Dixer, isn't it? You've served one up to me. <laughs> now I'm just doing material. I also like saying... Kayak. I always always go rowing in my kayak. Yes. Every yeah. Sunday morning, and I, I post on Insta long posts too. I know that Insta's pretty much a picture book. You should let the uh, picture do the heavy lifting for you. But I don't mind giving everyone a history lesson and a little bit of a joke too. Mm. <laughs> I'm a humorous guy too. I'm I'm what you would call a funny bugger. Right. And uh, I also like saying. Uh, Far hydrant. Now that's not one word; it's two. What far hydrant? We're trying to work out the connection between uh, you and um, Murder She Wrote, Angela Lansbury. Mm. Angela Lansbury, Valet Angela, passed away some weeks ago. Now, the ripe old age of ninety-six. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. Apart from wanting to murder some of my parliamentary colleagues, <laughs> the connection is familial, uh, Dave. Oh. I'm sitting in, I've just got to tell you, I'm sitting in the car park of a, a, a doctor's surgery. I won't tell you, I've just had a, a minor procedure. And I'll tell you what, it's just pensioners trying to back over pensioners here. <laughs> I think it's and, the most dangerous place I've ever seen. Because none of them are looking around anymore. They've lost the mobility of their neck. So they're just using reversing cameras. I tell you what, it's been a close call three or four times since I've been speaking to you. Fabulous. Hell. Malcolm, now, uh, would we be able to b b say hello to Lawrence? Is he in the is back Lawrence seat? Mooney yeah. around? Yeah. Well, Lawrence, Lawrence Mooney's become a very close friend of mine. <laughs> of course, I elevated him to great heights. When he started impersonating me, he got a job on Triple M and they ended up doing breakfast radio mm. on Triple M. So uh, him and I have become very close friends and he's up at the – Papa at the moment, um, <laughs> enjoying some conviviality. I'll just give him a call. Lawrence, Moon Man. Moon Man. Glenn and Dave want to speak to you. Okay, Malcolm, I'll come in in a minute. G'day, boys. Wow, thank oh, you. Wow. Uh, the the theatre. Yeah. The theatre. Oh, my God. Podcast. So good. Now, bring this up to date. You're on, you're on, an, you're touring around, and I am so thrilled with, with the show. What's it called? The Comedians? The Comedians. Um, so it is myself, Sam Pang, Marty Sheargold, and Mick Malloy. And we had our first show in Canberra on Friday or last Friday night. And I've got to say, it's the most nervous I've oh, been really? in a long, long time. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I really thought it would have You're been... You're the most experienced one, though, yeah. in terms of stand-up, surely. Well, so the order goes, you know, Mick's the captain. He's rarely yeah. put a foot wrong in his, you know, comedy career. Think about, you know, the arc of his <laughs> comedy life yeah. from the degeneration to the late show, Cracker Jack, yeah. you know, drive with Dane Kennedy, the front bar, um, you know, he's, yeah. he's a journeyman and a genius of the game. So... He really is the voice of reason. He said, when I'm the voice of reason, I went on the voice of reason, gee, you got a problem. Yeah. Um, so he's emceeing. Um, first drop is Sam Pang, I suppose, the yes. newest member of the crew. Yeah. And uh, anyway, Friday night in Canberra, Mick crowned it up front. Sam was very strong, got huge laughs. Mick came on for a second bit. And then Marty Sheargold was, you know, knocking it out of the park. And yeah. I was backstage. And I had that you know, real yeah. rush of nervousness. Yeah. And this is almost, I reckon, an anxiety attack because I pulled the microphone, radio mic out of the stand, and I forgot which hand I held the mic. <sighs> oh, I was just passing it from left hand to right oh. hand, I thought. And then the, the voice in the head said, you're going to snuff this up, mate. Oh, this is no. the end of your career. Oh. And I was like, ugh, ugh. And when I went on, I was sweating, but the moment I was out there, you know, yeah. all that evaporated. Disappeared. Yeah, that's right. And that's right. Uh, I was definitely the strongest on the night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what the word on the street is, that you were number one. And you always will be, and so you should be, because you are uh, a great stand-up. Uh, uh, yeah. And when I saw that lineup, as I said to Pang, it's not so much lock up your daughters as lock up your bottle shops. Like yeah. someone... They're all big drinkers, these guys. Well, Pam, well I had lunch I, with Pang, and he said he had to plan it out because you guys may, may go early. I've toured with Mick Malloy. I know what can happen. <laughs> yes, of course, you were. You had a similar lineup with you yeah, and Jeff Stilson. Uh, Jeff Stilson uh, uh, and Mick Malloy. Yeah. And, so uh, um, he's come back. He's reinvented himself. Yeah. And, uh, we have got a lot of dates, and they're they're all sold out. Yeah, there's no use plugging it because it's all. I'm, I'm by the way, I've got my tickets. I'm coming in February to the Palais, and I uh, can't wait. And I want to come backstage and say, "Well, how was that? Uh, mm. How did you think that went?" No, I'm really looking forward to it. Now, just quickly, you put out a book. I I want to talk about it because I'm halfway through it, and I am loving it. It's uh, it gives the title. Enhance. The title is embracing your limitations. Embrace your limitations. And, that's right. Embracing your limitations. Uh, and the, the subtitle is How to Accept You're in a Loser and Win at Life. And it sounds like you're having a crack, but let me tell you, not only is it insightful, not only is it incredibly funny, a lot of the touchstones you have via, uh, via you going through some anger, really releasing on the page, you actually <laughs> touch on some things that are absolutely appropriate, which is... You got to love yourself. You got to love the good about yourself, and you got to love the bad about yourself. Because a lot of, a lot of yeah. the time, these self-help books try to say, "Well, you know, try to get, to get rid of that, to deny that." But if you embrace it and go, "You know what? That's what I am," you 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 you're a lot happier. And I've got to say, I'm I'm circling bits, underlining you're bits. It. I'm loving it. And it, it's That's funny, great, funny. Glenn. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. No, you've you've obviously a man who was you're a deep thinker. And you're probably one of the most intelligent people I know. And people need to read this book from a point of entertainment and insight. So there you go. Mm. I've said my bit. And I won't say any more. Well, um, yeah, it is really about resolving yourself to yourself. And of course, I've I've read so much self help because me too. I'm a fundamental man that looks for you know. Some, some, sometimes simple solutions to complex questions yes. and or a silver bullet where you just go, I'm sick of myself, I want to change. Yep. And all self-help goes the same way. You pick up the book and it goes back to, you know, I was a fan of Anthony Robbins or Tony Robbins. Yep. 
And then, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. Who moved my cheese? Yep. Seven habits of highly effective people. I, I like that one. I, like, I read that one in a, a yeah. massage place in Dalesford. It sounds suspect. Massage parlor. <laughs> you can't put parlor on the end of massage in, in Dalesford. Don't sweat the small it's stuff. Don't sweat the big but, stuff. It's a massage studio. It, it's a, yes. A massage. But that's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's got a whole chapter on how to say no, which is really handy. Oh, yeah. That is very important. Yeah. But, yeah, mm. so I've read it all, and basically it goes the same way for me. I make uh, – I paid a lot of lip service. I'm reading this new book. It's amazing. It's great. It's going to change my life. Um, then I make massive resolutions that I won't be able to keep. And then by Wednesday, I'm just back to myself and I've thrown the book aside. <laughs> I totally agree. And, totally agree. And it is always the same, all self-help. And, the, you know, the latest big ones, of course, are the subtle art of um, not giving a fuck and the power of now and uh, – What's his name? Jordan, Jordan Peterson's Twelve yep. Rules for Life. Yeah, they're they're all essentially the same. So if you don't want to read any self help apart from my book, Embracing Limitations, it is calm yourself down. You've got to relax, and then get focused. Oh, so that's the two things. And yeah, but Just, you do it with honesty, and you 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 do it with uh, you know you have a, had some pain in your life, and you go, this is you're not, you're not saying this is the golden answer, but you're going, you've got to lean into this and, and and accept who you are, and that's what we struggle to do. But anyway, I congratulate you, sir, and I'm looking forward reckon, to the audio version. The uh, I reckon the big flag for any self help is somebody who says I've got the answer of I've got the secret. Because remember, the yep. secret came out. The secret, yep. yeah. We're all yep. buying it, all yeah. positively visualising yep. getting a car park. And then yep. nobody could get a car park because everyone had one. Worst and thing then, is, yeah, that's right. Because people go, I've got the answer. You haven't. Read my book and you'll have the answer. And then and, and it's a never-ending treadmill. And I'm, I'm on that treadmill and I'm, yeah. I'm going to stop now. Well, let's hope this is as big as the secret and you make millions of dollars. Because that was the secret to the secret. Write the secret, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And uh, the big... Um, you know, hero at the moment is Bernie Brown, uh, who's you know does yep. these um, TED talks, and you can see her on YouTube. But she also says that she has the answer, and that is that vulnerability is the answer to all of life's worries. If you remain vulnerable, well, that's not the answer. I mean, the answer is a very complex thing. Yeah. And essentially, if you accept yourself for yeah, like Glenn said, the good parts and the bad parts, then you're you're on the path. Because you can't change, you you can't change with a few breathing exercises or a yoga workshop or a, a massage up in Dalesford. You're dealing with, you know, hundreds of thousands of years of DNA. You That's are true. Who you, are. you are who you are. Hey, Lawrence, yeah. uh, thanks so much for talking to us, and um, thank Malcolm as well. Thank Malcolm for us, and, and, and we love you very Malcolm, much. Malcolm, do you want to say goodbye to the guys? Well, of course I do, Larry. <laughs> I call him Larry because I, I sound showbiz. Look, you're great guys and great constituents. That's another word I enjoy saying, Glenn. And, uh, you know, I was Minister for the Environment, so mm. let's fight climate change. All right. I mean, I'm going to – I've still got a Bentley, but uh, <laughs> the rest of you, just reduce your plastic. <sighs> Thanks, Malcolm. Bye. Bye. Oh, so good. So, yeah, make sure you get his book. The King. Oh, the, Lawrence Moody's yeah, book. Yeah, I, uh, as I said in the it. interview, I, um, I'm loving it. Great. All right, well, let's have some thinking music. Maybe we should just have the Murder, She Wrote theme. That's a great theme. How's it go? Dun, 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 is it a piano, dun, dun, dun. is it? Yeah, it's piano. Yeah. And is it, do you reckon it suits people being murdered? Murdered. 
<laughs> Here, okay, play the theme because what yeah. would they would do is they would play the theme. I, I'd never seen the show. Yeah, play the theme and then they go into someone being gruesome murders. Yeah, yeah. so I don't know. See if it imagine fits. that. Imagine, imagine that. that. Imagine someone getting stabbed. Okay, do you want to have a crack or? Uh, yeah, I reckon. I know that Malcolm Turnbull's right. mother was a writer. I didn't know that. Yeah, she was. And I reckon in his uni days or maybe his boarding school days, I, I can't, I don't know when Murder She Wrote started, but I reckon he wrote an episode of Murder She Wrote and it got on. I reckon Malcolm appeared as an extra in the oh, background okay. when he was like a. At, at a Rhodes Scholar at uni or something. Yeah. And I don't know how that would happen. But anyway, yeah, Sam, yeah. I don't know. I think you appeared as, a, as an extra in, the, in an episode of Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. What is the answer, Sam? Former Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull has revealed he and Angela Lansbury were cousins. The 67-year-old politician paid tribute to Lansbury in a tweet, referring to her as Auntie Angela. Mr Turnbull posted a photo of them together in 2013 when she was performing Driving Miss Daisy in Sydney. Wow. There you go. I wonder if he went to the funeral. Well, he would have been. Would have Former PM. Yeah, would he have sent? He would have sent some flowers. You have been listening to Somehow Related with Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill. It always made me wonder, like you know, when Kevin Rudd was sacked. As well, no, he got voted out as a prime minister. Yeah, and oh no, he got replaced by Julie Gillard. Then he stood again and he, and he got voted out. I wonder if when he went overseas and like to concierges and stuff and, yeah. oh, hello, Prime Minister. He just went, he didn't correct them. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Well, I get the car, Prime Minister. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. in the US, they still call them president. President. Yeah, enough, well, but they're not president anymore. Fair don't enough. They, they go Mr. President? Fair or enough. Do, Obama, I think they, don't they? Or do they? Oh, oh, I think they might. I think yeah. they might. Um, so, if we were to meet Malcolm T- Turnbull, and I mm, did, what, did. Did I, what did I call him? Because I, I prime minister. I because I I um when I met um, Dan Andrews, huh. and I walked into the room. I hadn't met him before. I said, I think I told you before. I said to him, "Ah, our fire, our paths finally cross, my friend." <laughs> what did he say? Uh, well, Ross couldn't believe it. Ross Stevenson, who's going, he couldn't believe you don't talk to him. He meant to call him the premier. When you, you meant to say premier, then do you, Joe? Yeah, but he laughed, didn't he? Or? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he'd been using me on his on his Instagram. I think he's got a good sense of humour. Oh, he's got a great sense of humour. Yeah, no. Dan Andrews. They often um, do politicians. And I think I called Malcolm Malcolm. I think he introduced Malcolm. himself as Malcolum. Hi. We, how would you, if you were the, if you were king, let's just say you, you were going to be king. Sure. And, you were, and I happened to meet you. How would you introduce yourself? What would you say? 
Uh, hello, then, I'm I'm the would king. You, would you call yourself? I'm the king. <laughs> weird, I'm the it? king. This is one of the princes. Uh, yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, I, I, I'm Dave. I'm the king. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's that thing where they they they, they call in the crown. The, I think it's one of the prime ministers called the Queen Elizabeth, and they're like, and the guys, that, it's not. You don't call Elizabeth. Well, I called him Malcolm. (gasps) And, you know, I reckon, though, because I told you I met, um, I can't even remember the the current Prime Minister. I met him at Bert's funeral, and he was a lovely man. Oh, Albo? Yeah. Albo, Anthony Albanese? Yeah, I didn't didn't know who he was until he walked off and went, oh, he's the opposition leader. Yeah. And, and, and the future I prime said, minister. I reckon you'll be a prime minister. For, so. <laughs> and he didn't, you know. Thanks, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's my bad imitation of Anthony oh, Albanese. It's, a, it's, a, it's unfair, but true. Yeah, well, yeah. Glenn, great to be here on Somehow Related. You can't make... He can't. You, you can't. can't. My kids say you're going to get cancelled, You can't Dad. do speech impediments. It's not appropriate. He, how he speaks. <laughs> okay, we should get out of here. <laughs> 